0: Good morning guys! What's up? Or good afternoon wherever you are in this great wide world. Welcome back to the show for the Curious, where we try to answer all of your burning cannabis questions. I'm your host Alejandro, and today we're going to be talking about weed. You know, who would have guessed? I'm actually not a big fan of the word weed. You know, when you think about it, weed sort of has negative implications to it. Like, normally, we think of a weed as this obnoxious plant that grows everywhere and anywhere. It's really not something that's wanted around, but a lot of people seem to want cannabis. And a side note to that, cannabis does grow anywhere and everywhere, so that's probably one way that it got its nickname. The worst thing to call it is marijuana, by far. Don't even get me started. I mean, you've probably heard this before, but marijuana has just been rooted in racism, used for propaganda, really just twisted over and over again to mean something that it wasn't even supposed to mean in the first place. So let's talk about marijuana for a moment. You know, this might surprise you. I know it surprised me, but marijuana wasn't initially born from the reefer madness propaganda that was going on uh, in the 30s. And if you're not familiar with reefer madness, basically it was just a bunch of anti-cannabis, like I said, propaganda, really focused on just destroying like This actually all started with a newspaper in Mexico where the word marijuana was being thrown around uh, when it actually meant local weed, a totally different type of plant species that was causing neurological damage and madness in cows at the time. Remember that game uh, called Telephone? Played it as a kid, uh, it's that game where you start off with one kid knowing a word or phrase and they pass it to the other kids, eventually, it gets misinterpreted somewhere down the line. I believe that's what happened to cannabis. Telephone happened to cannabis. Now, one of my favorite, uh, you know, criminalization theories, and there's actually quite a few of them, involves William Randolph Hearst. And if you don't know who that is, William Randolph Hearst was a big newspaper mogul in the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, really famous for kind of starting yellow journalism kind of journalism that focuses a lot of uh, a lot on a uh, you know slander and misinformation um, so apparently this guy will own some land south of the border in uh, Chihuahua Mexico however you know Pancho Villa and all of his glory basically stole it back from him of course you can't confiscate something from a wealthy American and not hear about it literally everywhere So William used his resources as uh, kind of this news powerhouse and published article after article denouncing everything that was even just, you know, the slightest bit Mexican. And when it came to cannabis, there was no holding back. Here's some of the things he said. And I'm going to change my voice a little bit to kind of make it sound a little more, you know, mad 30s man. Marijuana makes fiends of boys in 30 days. Hashish goads users to bloodlust by the tons it is coming into this country the deadly dreadful poison that racks and tears not only the body but the very heart and soul of every human being once becomes a slave to it god damn so obviously he was full of shit in fact cannabis haters like himself and others like the infamous harry anslinger rarely ever backed up what they said with any science Campaigns against cannabis were mainly invoked by fear. What I find fascinating is that up until the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937, cannabis was an ingredient in many medicines that were regularly prescribed by doctors and other physicians. You saw them even in the grocery stores as like these tinctures and you know salves like we, we have on the market today. So these were used as treatments you know, for conditions like diarrhea and even alcohol addiction. But as these news sources continued to play telephone with cannabis, marijuana just eventually became this household name that meant dangerous drug. It was no longer this weird plant from Mexico that made cows crazy. Marijuana was used as a means to stigmatize the growing Mexican population and as a means to destroy the legacy of cannabis. But it didn't quite work. You know, did it? Thanks to jazz culture and the hippie movements, Cannabis has been able to thrive as the medicine of the people. And now, decades later, I'd go as far as to say that it's even more mainstream than it ever has been. But let me ask you this, how much do you guys know about it? This is why I decided to start Questions. You know, it's 2020 and we have this plant that no one knows anything about, really. And you can buy ounces of it per day at a dispensary. Sooner or later, something's gonna happen. Now, I don't know what that is, I don't even know if that something is going to be a bad something or a good something. All I know is that we need to try to avoid the bad. Bear with me for a moment, and uh, just picture this: You're a boomer. No offense, guys. If you're, you know, if I have any boomers listening to this, no offense. So you're a boomer, and you haven't had a joint since like Woodstock, and you go into a dispensary for your first time. The first thing you're wondering is why the hell is You know, some young kid asking to see your ID. You're like 73 years old. Anyways, assuming you get past the ID scan, now you're in, you know, heaven. There's all of these display cases, and in each case, there's variety. And variety is scary. Just think about it. Back in the day, you didn't have a choice. And if you're still buying cannabis on the black market today, you know how this goes. Dealers only have a couple of strains to choose from if you're lucky. And a lot of the time, it's not what you really need. So now you're in this dispensary with so much variety. There's different edibles, different strains, concentrates, bud tenders are rattling off words like decarbed and terpenes, CBD. But you don't know what any of this means. You just want that same feeling, that sweet drifting elation that you got from a doobie of rolled up Colombian gold 50 years ago. Boomers aren't the only lost ones. Cannabis has endured over 83 years of criminalization. Just think about what that means for society. 83 years of not being allowed, you know, legally to do real research into it. And I think that's a lot of fucking time, a lot of fucking wasted time. You know, time that was wasted on incarcerating people over a plant, scaring people away from it. Think about all of those programs like D.A.R.E. Just say no. Big wastes of money. Drilling it into our minds as kids that cannabis could basically destroy your life. Now years later, it's starting to gain this mainstream acceptance. Whoa. What a bubble buster to find out that everything they told us was a big lie. Right? You know, now there's this huge uh, you know, window of opportunity for more people than ever to discover cannabis and really get into it. There's a lot of people in the United States. Of course, everyone isn't going to try cannabis. They should. And that's fine. But there is a huge surplus of people waiting to dive in. People who have been told their whole lives to stay away, who've viewed it negatively in the past, who've always wanted to try, but have been afraid of backlash or whatever the reason. And there's almost no guidance on it. Many bud tenders, sadly, you know, aren't even aware of this treasure trove of benefits to the plant. And therefore, you know, you can't truly lead a customer to the best choice. It's understandable for sure. But what I want to do is help you make those choices. You know, hopefully with this podcast, I can help bridge that gap of understanding a little. I don't know. I think learning about cannabis is pretty cool. And I think you guys will too. So that's it for today. Just a quick introduction about the show uh, and a little history. I think we're off to a really great start. Follow us on Instagram at CannaQuestions, or check out our website, uh, www.cannaquestionsofficial.com. Our next topic is going to start with THC. You know, there's a lot to that funny little molecule, a lot more than just, uh, you know, getting high off of it. So, I'll see you next time, fam, and have a great day.